number 14, Summer. Mm -hmm. She had a roommate. This is Indian girl. And her boyfriend was white. Mm -hmm. And he came over with his friends. Um, you know, I'm just talking to them. We're just talking about like like country music. And he started going in about like, oh, did you know like Hank Singer was a racist? I'm like, why does this have to be brought up? Why do things that, like, just like, why does it always have to go there? Why can't it just be a normal cop? Hank Williams here. Yeah. And he mentioned that. I was like, why is that a thing to mention like during a conversation like this? And I was like, that just happened to me more than not. And when I went back to school, in my journalism class, I actually talked about this. I wrote about this Ooh. in a paper about like talking to people about similar interests and then noticing that people tend to like try and bring up shit they think think you can relate to mm. when necessarily they don't know what you can relate to. Mm -hmm. Like you're having an okay conversation talking about country music, and next thing you know they're talking about like some race shit. It happens a lot, and so when I mentioned that. There's like this long table and like a whole bunch of people sitting like across from each other. And this other girl was like, oh, I didn't know that was like something wrong. Like I just thought like, you know, to like have more interest or whatever. I wish I would have said more. Now I feel like more open and like um, willing to talk more when I have the time. Um, What would you have said? Like, I would have told her that you don't know the interest. Just be yourself and like talk about shit that you might like that you that you might think another person doesn't know about. And, like, put them on. Like, don't try and be like, oh, did you hear that that R and B song? It's just like, but it's not the only thing I like. Like, well, it's like it's... I was gonna say because a lot of the times I like a lot of stuff, and I always find myself talking about one side of myself more than the other. So it's like for me, it's just like. I always talk about classic rock. I always talk about rap music. I always talk about R&B. Because other black people just only assume, listen to that sometimes, too. people assume, too. Like, yeah. Or even just, like... But that is so true, like... <clears throat> I wonder, like... I wa Ooh, thank you. I wonder if it's, like... That's the thing. I feel like a lot of the times people are like attempting to connect, but in reality, they're just kind of like reinforcing like how like fucking like race-driven society is. Yeah. That you even have to bring that up to try to connect. Like, you know what I mean? Oh my god, that was great. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 You're like me too, like I like the, they give you like the fork and knife to eat it, but I'd be like, oh no, no, we're, we're gonna eat this <laughs> with our hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's like, that that's one of the things I remember talking about with you when we first met is like the whole like separating the art from the artist thing. Mm -hmm. And like how many people would we not listen to if we knew more of the personal details of our lives and how come the farther away it is, the more okay it is. We can like relegate them to being up their time, you know, like. It's just, um. I 
hard to know where that line is. Like. Just for yourself. Like, the things that people don't realize is that they try and be what's already out there when the unique part is yourself at home. Like, you should be doing it by yourself. Yeah. Like, I find, like, like, I remember um, going to Jake Cole's concert. He was like, before we really got into it, or at least in the middle of it, he was talking about, okay, now just dance. Don't do the trendy dance. Don't try and look cool. Just dance. Yes. And I totally got what I'm saying. So, like, I There's a the difference, yes, between trying to look cool and just being natural. Yeah, and I know some of the cool dances, but I'm just like, it feels better when it just feels natural. It's just like your movement. Because mm. like, everybody like, looks like they're doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. It's like, can you actually dance? So a person who can actually dance isn't doing the same thing as another person. They're just doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. You're a pretty good dancer. Huh? You're a pretty good dancer. Me? Yeah, I think you just kind of limit yourself. Aww. I think you could do more. <laughs> even the little things, like I can even tell, like when people like be like, I can't dance, and then they like do certain things, like the rhythm of beat, and I'm just like, yeah, you can. <laughs> you just only limit yourself to your shoulders. Mmm. Or a slate. I know you can do a little bit more. Oh my god, like one of these days. Whatever. Mmm. We'll have to do, um, I feel like when we went out dancing on my birthday, we was like a milder night. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think like in a different setting, like if I got a little more, um, you know, <clears throat> happy. <laughs> I'm really like get crazy on the dance floor. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And also if there's more people on the dance floor too, because then you kind of feel more like invisible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like... Sure. Although there have been times where like being places and like supposed to be a dance party and nobody's dancing and I'm like, fine, I'll just go out and start it. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Similar to that one night, the karaoke night. Mm. Where um, we were like the last people that kind of there, and then we just rolled up, jammed out to Bruno Mars. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep. Is it Uptown Funk? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, there's another song later. Yeah, I'm so cool. But like, that reminds me of that Tam and Paul song, um, Solitude is Bliss. One of the um, lines is, movement doesn't flow quite like it does when I'm alone. Um, I'll be the one that's free. You and all your friends can watch me or whatever. Yep. Like, it's that thing of, that like, mm-hmm. that line always just, like, stood out to me. And I, I don't know. It's so just so funny, like, when you could just tell someone's, like, kind of like a weirdo like you. I feel <laughs> that way, kind of like, that's how I felt about Kevin Parker when I first started hearing his music. Like, like just that feeling of like isolation or like loneliness because you're kind of weird and like you don't want to like talk about the same stuff that people want to talk about and like you kind of would rather just keep to yourself than like have to talk about like stuff you're not interested in but then is that like just being self-centered you know what I mean because like I feel like there's a wide range of topics I could talk with people about but there's just some times where if it's just going to be like what's on tv or like that kind of stuff I just rather kind of check out I don't know is that weird like understand that feeling of like preferring just to not talk at all if it's just going to be like surface small talk I just I don't know 
I feel like I'm at work. No one's ever gonna grow and change if people limit themselves. Mm, that's very true. This is just like hanging out. Oh, napkins? <laughs> My baby. You're like, I need like eight napkins. <laughs> I love napkins. That shit is messy. You're like, mm-hmm. you're like, if you have wipes, actually, that would be great. <laughs> you just dunk like my hands into, yeah, bring me a bin of sand sanitizer to dunk my hands in. Mm-hmm. My hands are purple now. <laughs> the color of sanitation. Oh, cool. yeah, mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, did you see that thing where it was copyrighted? all the shit. Um, it's like that thing. Did you see that thing where somebody put like dye all over the, or put like dye in the soap to show like like different ways of washing how you're not really getting in to wash your hands or whatever? I was like, oh man. It was like somebody had put, I think it was purple. Like they put like dye in the hands thing to show like all the spots that someone would miss if you just go like this and how you have to like go between the fingers and like yeah. and I, ever since I thought that I was like ooh purple the color of cleanliness <laughs> yay thank you thank you so much you're welcome oh mhm I didn't even know mm-hmm. Just a little bit, especially on this side. I just noticed it on there. Okay. Yeah. Hey, have a fry. Yeah, of course. Thank you, mm-hmm. mm. But what we were first talking about with the Hank Williams senior being like racist or whatever, like. I know what I was saying about how I remember one of the first things we were talking about where I was like, oh shoot, like it's about like Woody Allen and how like there's just certain people who like their personal lives are scandalous or bad or whatever, but then they're still like producing great art. Like, do you still support them? Like, that's the thing. Like, where do you draw the line between something like R. Kelly? You know what I mean? Maybe it's the thing of, like, if something's currently happening and there's something you can do to stop it. You know what I mean? But, like, the other stuff, it's like, oh, it already happened. It's the past. Like, maybe that's why we give that concession. It's really it is. Because I don't know, like, definitely know what men have gotten away with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Since forever. Yes, they have. <laughs> and they still are. I mean, you think about the extreme, but I keep thinking about it lately, and it can be really sad. You know? Like, you can get away with stuff, but damn, like, it's the point of murder. Like, you're not even shunned, it's just like, your family loves you. But, I really do want to, like, question those families, because, like, after that kind of stuff happens, like, any accusations, even if you don't do it, you kind of has lingering know, effects. Oh, you know that would make you look at people just a little bit more differently. Like, and, like my have that what if. Someone. Yes. My son murdered someone. Yes. Like, no matter how, how much you try and justify it. Yes. Like, in the back of your mind, you're going to know, like, this person has that capability to, like, take a life. And, like, you just be, like, a little freaked out around them. Yeah. You just, know, like, that shit could happen again then. Like, I wonder how long lives. Or even their double children. And then, like, oh, dad, my dad killed Yeah, well, and think of this, too. This I used to think about this shit all the time, especially working retail. Like, you just do yeah. these little, like, 
weird fantasy scenarios almost like I would just like imagine like how many people had I helped had actually like murdered someone and got away with it and nobody knew and like do you just see certain people where they just seem heavy like they're holding a secret or something like that and it's like I just wonder it's like an unknowable statistic how many people are out there like who got away with killing somebody and how many people would do it if they could get away with it? Like some like deep but philosophical why? shit. Like I wish people actually had lives. So did you ever read? Did you ever? Yes. Themselves and yes. Grew, they don't have to think about it. Well, thing. have you ever read um, Dostoevsky's *With the Stranger*? No. Did you have to read that in school? Mm-hmm. They made us read that in my senior year. For junior year? One of my English classes, anyway. It's about this guy who convinces himself that he's so smart that he could get away with anything, including murder. Like, he could, he's so smart, he could commit the perfect murder. Like, just because he can. But he doesn't get away with it. What's the story about a man of actions seen it in a movie? There's, like, two stories. One's based on a true story. And there's another one I've actually seen. Probably, it probably is. The, I mean, it's a very famous novel, so it could have been the inspiration of several movies. Tell me. What do you mean? That's What's it. What's the story about? What I just told you. There's a guy who decides he could get away with killing somebody, that he wants to kill somebody, and he happens across a stranger on the beach and he kills him but he doesn't get away with it so it's that thing of like hubris of like thinking like there's just people out there who like for whatever reason they they, that just give it's the power thing we were talking about like that they could be in charge of a life like that is a powerful thing it's really not no like for that person like the feeling of it could be perceived as powerful Thank you so much. Can I get one more warm up? Yeah, thank you so much. But it really isn't like a strong thing to do. It just makes that person feel powerful and like that has to come from a place of feeling like disempowered somewhere else. You know? But this story was just like this guy just. And it's so like. I think giving in to your impulses is what makes you weak. Yes, yes. But this is more than just an impulse. Thank you. What he actually it? like planned it out. It's not, you know what I mean? It oh, but it's an impulse. It is an like impulse like to, a, yes. Yeah, to go through with it, to think well, about Okay, and then stuff. that's another thing, like, and I do really deeply understand the difference between like sentencing when you have somebody who just like snaps and does something versus someone who like planned that shit out long term. You know what I mean? Do you think it should be judged differently? Like, no. no. I think I think if you're like, man, I really don't want to do this. This person seems like they're about to really kill me. Then at that point, it should be a different sentencing. But if you're just like, I don't know, like you don't know what's going inside their head, and if the last straw that broke the camp and the horse is back or whatever, it's just like. You need to speak up. Like, I have shit in my head, too, and I blow up. But it doesn't mean I should be telling people. Mm-hmm. Because they did something, and they didn't know they did something, and now I snapped. Mm-hmm. And I'm still crazy. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, I don't know if you um, watched that episode with me. What's the show that we were watching from Netflix? Oh, the the, um, the trial by media? No. Oh, wait. That. What was it? That was they were like interviewing people from jail. Oh, it was a, um, like life stories on Netflix. It was um. Oh, 
I love that song. Tony Arnold. Right that night and, uh, three times. Oh, no. I guess there's a lot here. Oh, Okay, what was that movie that, or the TV show? It was like. What was it? It was. I'm gonna have to look that up. He's gonna bug me, but I can't think of what it's called. That looks cool. I love it. But what about that show that you were? What were you gonna say about it? Oh, this guy. He had been through the works. I mean, damn. Fuck foster care. Fuck all that shit. It's like ridiculous. He went through the works. Um, home to home, he'd been abused and molested through most of it. He finally went to that one family. I think you remember this part. Like he went to a good family, but then they had to go on like vacay or something, so they couldn't take him with them. So then they like put him back, basically. And then after that, after that, um, he ended up with the man who adopted him. Yeah, and the man was like a teacher or something. Remember, he was like already kind of sleeping with this black girl in high school, like all this shit. Yes, I yeah, and then that. he ended up with the black girl. They had a child. Yes, but then he ended up like killing. Like I'm actually surprised he didn't kill the guy. He killed the guy's parents. Like, because he did. Like, he think that it was the parents that made him that way. So, no, he was trying or, to tell them what was happening, and I think they just. Oh, he, said he went to the house. Did to, something. They said something and it triggered him. He just like. Fuck. I remember that one. He went to go talk to them about it and something went yeah, wrong. Yeah, he snapped. Mm hmm. And I think it was because he was wearing a ring that is that the perpetrator, like the abuser, had a war. They had the same ring or something. Yes. And a lot of that time, that is a sign. And so the fact that they reacted that way, the dad probably had some skeletons in his closet. Yeah. You know what I mean? To not be supportive of him if they thought that he was really. He thought that they were really like on his side until that moment. I think that just that betrayal was like, you know. Now, in a situation like that, do you think it should be a lighter sentence? Yes. Okay. Well, no. I think the thing is, like, someone snaps, you don't know when it's going to happen again. Mm. So, do you really want to let this person out? Well, a lot of the times, though. I mean, they need therapy. They do. They really do. Yes. Well, I've. Um, there was this story I read in the paper a few years ago about this woman who was murdered by her teenage neighbor who broke in and like raped and murdered her. I think I know which story they're mm-hmm. talking about. It was in Stockton. Well, she had, it was oh, in Stockton. No, no, she was state. older. She was an older woman, and I think she was probably like she was just like an older woman, like already had grown kids and the whole thing, and this neighbor boy. I don't know if he got obsessed with her or what happened, but he broke into her house and raped her and killed her and they were going to let him out and so the daughter um, of the mother had like went on the and the Stockton record and put a thing basically saying like if anybody could please write into the parole board board so that he doesn't get released and so I wrote into the parole board I like research recidivism rates which is like people who do that stuff and like their like likelihood to recommit the offense, especially people that are trying so hard to get out, because he was pushing so hard to get out that 
I, I argued that if he really would have accepted what he did was wrong, he would accept his sentence because you took a life and now you have to give yourself. The fact that he's trying so hard to get out kind of makes me feel like he just wants to do it again. And so that is represented in the data. And it's it's showing like there's some people who are like a, habitual that way, like serial killers and shit like that, but then there's other people who it's like if it's pertaining to somebody who abused them specifically and once that person is gone, the likeliness of them doing it again is so low compared to the other, which is kind of interesting. Like it really is just like a survival tactic of the brain where the other one is, you know, predatory. Some people need mentors. Some people need that constant like... Mm -hmm. Well, no. I kind of wonder about that, too, like, the whole thing about, like, serial murders being, like, mostly, like, males from these, like, weird homes and stuff like that. I wonder how many people have, like, had, like, a school counselor or something, somebody, like, reach out to that kid and, like, alter their trajectory to where they That's didn't end up that way, right? And who would admit to that? That's why I love, like... Mm. Like, like online boards like Reddit and stuff like that, because like people will post that. People will post that stuff anonymously, and even if they're not okay. all true, because there's trolls online, some of those are going to be true. Like Sad. people, people Depending wanting to, to... Like, know what's not true and what is true. Like, mm -hmm. the damn trolls. But that's the thing, though. Like, there's that thing called the Ring of Truth. And it's like, when you're reading through stuff like that, like, once you've read enough of them, you kind of get the idea of when someone's bullshitting and when someone's being genuine. Like, not to say it's a 100% accuracy rate, but it's, you get a general idea. Like, I don't know, because there's been some stuff that I've read about on Reddit where I'm like, damn, like, they have those, like, secret I never told anyone threads and stuff like that. Like, I can go down that shit forever. Yes, I was obsessed with that. Every Sunday. Every Sunday, I would look. Crying my eyes out. Did you check my board? You have a post secret one, right? On, on Pinterest, right? Yeah. The ones that. I actually was gonna make a secret and mail it in. I actually had it all made. Like it was a, it was a um, silver postcard and it said instigator on it. And I took pictures of my mom dancing at church and I cut them into strips and then I separated them out so they're like disjointed and I put them to where you could see instigator in between and like half of them were up and half of them were down so it was like she was split. And it was just gonna on the back be like something about like things not being what they look like. You know what I mean? Actually, can I have the pickle? Yeah. <laughs> Are you gonna eat the pickle? Mm-mm. Mm. It's a perfect relationship. Uh, no What is it called? Please, please me. I think so. Please, please, please. Like, except please, ah. Uh, <laughs> you really want to get some, basically. It's like you can probably stop and stop playing, stop and playing. I'll say February over and over, over and over. You could so like sample that. 
<laughs> song about begging, and the, but then the woman's like shuts it down. That would be a great song. Like after the hundred. Oh, you could sample. Saying, you could sample like, no. like a bunch of different male artists singing, please, please, and the woman just being like, oh, no, like that'd be so copyright. Copyrighted. Copyright. <laughs> That's our idea, right? Wouldn't that be a great song? Just like, a, like no sympathy, just like, ooh, appa. This was a thing. I don't know if anyone remembers this or what it's called. I'll have to Google it, but it was like one of those early 2000s, late 90s, tiny mink box where you could slip like a tape inside and then put the play button. This is one of the ones that I had, I think. I was so obsessed. The little tracks that I can sit and just carry with me. Yeah. They had like one of those extension things that would go back inside, but it was like, I don't know what it did. Do you still have it somewhere? Oh, no. Oh, okay. No. I don't have that since elementary school. Aww. Do you ever wonder about that? Like, little stuff like that? Do you have, like, where is it in the world right now? If there's some way you could, like, see where it's at. If we kept everything that we accumulated... Could you imagine? Everyone would be fucking Yes! Well, for super poor. It's too much stuff, like, for real. Too much stuff. Well, it's so funny, like, driving down, like, older neighborhoods... I think I'm... Was I driving... Was I driving there with you? Now how I was saying, like, it's so weird how, like, all these cars are on the street and, like, mm-hmm. that's why the streets were so <laughs> narrow because people used to park the in their garages. fucking garages and yeah. they were full of crap. Like, garages are meant for a car to go in. Not all your shit. No, a lot of people would be like, my garage is my garage. I'll do what I want. That's why I'm like, like, I want a clean, pretty garage. Yes. Our need, our wants. Yes. Our needs. Well, and it's like if you're really, like... It's this this weird, like, nothing is ever enough, like, greedy mentality. And it's like, do you really need all that shit? Like, I don't know. Especially if you don't touch it. Like, all the money that's wasted. Yes. The thing about me right now, I've been obsessed with, like, people buying shit that they don't, that they were fine without mm-hmm. a week ago, a month ago. Yeah. You don't need it. Yeah. But there's people stuff. buy clothes every other month. Yeah. I need a new wardrobe. Yeah, you should see all the stuff that my mom has. She's never touched or worn tags on it. Like literally, like hundreds of items of clothing with the tags still on it. Either they don't fit, or she'll never wear it. And like, they could have bought a vacation house probably with all the money that she's thrown away. Yeah. Like on stuff that she'll never use, or it's rotting in the garage. It's a waste. Yeah. yeah. And so, it's and like it's, she's not even working for it, which is even more mm-hmm. like. Oh, thank you. Maybe one more. Okay. Anything else? Can we get a little to-go box? You want to-go box? Yes. Yeah? yeah. Just one. one. No. Just the one is good. Thank you. Um, yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think, like, oh, it's judging. Like, let them do their thing. But it's not about let it's them harmful. do their thing. I think people, when they isolate or, like, be trying, like, independent like other people do, some people struggle on their own and can't take can't take control of their own shit or their own life. So they do need so assistance. So you should step... And that's the thing is, like, oh, just let people blah, blah, blah. It's like, that's... No. Like, I could see that, but it's like, it's so heartless. Yes, and that. let them watch them, like, walk off a cliff. And some people are like, well, I, don't, I don't know. And it's like, okay, well, when they affect your life later on down the line when you need them, because their life's so fucked up. Yes. And it's like, then you'll be like, then you'll why didn't someone help them? Yes. <laughs> me. Well, that's the thing that's oh, yeah. sad is that a lot of the times people don't care until it personally affects them, and that's where, like, the empathy piece needs to come back in. Where, like, people yeah. don't have to be personally affected to care, mm-hmm. you know? But we're all personally affected because we're around other people. Well, we're affected in ways we probably don't ever even know, you know? Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. All right.
Meow, meow, meow. You know we're just posting this stuff, right? What was that? 